The Holy Scriptures American Standard Version Recorded for LibriVox.org by Robert Garrison The Book of Job Chapter 29 And Job again took up his parable and said, Oh, that I were as in the months of old, as in the days when God watched over me, when his lamp shined upon my head, and by his light I walked through darkness, as I was in the ripeness of my days, when the friendship of God was upon my tent, when the Almighty was yet with me, and my children were about me, when my steps were washed with butter and the rock poured me out streams of oil. When I went forth to the gate unto the city, when I prepared my seat in the street, the young men saw me and hid themselves, and the aged rose up and stood. The princes refrained from talking and laid their hand on their mouth. The voice of the nobles was hushed, and their tongue cleaved to the roof of their mouth. For when the ear heard me, then it blessed me, and when the eye saw me, it gave witness unto me. Because I delivered the poor that cried, the fatherless also, that had none to help him. The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My justice was as a robe and a diadem. I was eyes to the blind, and feet was I to the lame. I was a father to the needy, and the cause of him that I knew not I searched out, and I brake the jaws of the unrighteous, and plucked the prey out of his teeth. Then, I said, I shall die in my nest, and I shall multiply my days as the sand. My root is spread out to the waters, and the dew lieth all night upon my branch. My glory is fresh in me, and my bow is renewed in my hand. Unto me men gave ear and waited, and kept silence for my counsel. After my words they spake not again, and my speech distilled upon them. And they waited for me as for the rain, and they opened their mouth wide as for the latter rain. I smiled on them when they had no confidence, and the light of my countenance they cast not down. I chose out their way, and sat as chief, and dwelt as a king in the army, as one that comforteth the mourners. Chapter 30 But now they that are younger than I have me in derision, whose fathers I disdain to set with the dogs of my flock. Yea, the strength of their hands, whereto should it profit me? Men in whom ripe age is perished, they are gaunt with want and famine. They gnaw the dry ground in the gloom of wasteness and desolation. They pluck salt wort by the bushes, 
and the roots of the broom are their food. They are driven forth from the midst of men. They cry after them as after a thief, so that they dwell in frightful valleys, in holes of the earth and of the rocks. Among the bushes they bray, under the nettles they are gathered together. They are children of fools, yea, children of base men. They are scourged out of the land. And now I am become their song, yea, I am a byword unto them. They abhor me, they stand aloof from me, and spare not to spit in my face. For he hath loosed his cord and afflicted me, and they have cast off the bridle before me. Upon my right hand rise the rabble, they thrust aside my feet, and they cast up against me their ways of destruction. They mar my path, they set forward my calamity, even men that have no helper. As through a wide breach they come, in the midst of the ruin they roll themselves upon me. Terrors are turned upon me. They chase mine honor as the wind, and my welfare is passed away as a cloud. And now my soul is poured out within me. Days of affliction have taken hold upon me. In the night season my bones are pierced in me, and the pains that gnaw me take no rest. By God's great force is my garment disfigured. It bindeth me about as the collar of my coat. He hath cast me into the mire, and I am become like dust and ashes. I cry unto thee, and thou dost not answer me. I stand up, and thou gazest at me. Thou art turned to be cruel to me. With the might of thy hand thou persecutest me. Thou liftest me up to the wind, thou causest me to ride upon it, and thou dissolvest me in the storm. For I know that thou wilt bring me to death, and to the house appointed for all living. Howbeit doth not one stretch out the hand in his fall, or in his calamity therefore cry for help? Did not I weep for him that was in trouble? Was not my soul grieved for the needy? When I looked for good, then evil came, and when I waited for light, there came darkness. My heart is troubled, and resteth not. Days of affliction are come upon me. I go mourning without the sun. I stand up in the assembly and cry for help. I am a brother to jackals, and a companion to ostriches. My skin is black, and falleth from me, and my bones are burned with heat. Therefore is my harp turned to mourning, and my pipe into the voice of them that weep. Chapter 31 I made a covenant with mine eyes. How then should I look upon a virgin? For what is the portion from God above, and the heritage from the Almighty on high? 
Is it not calamity to the unrighteous, and disaster to the workers of iniquity? Doth not he see my ways, and number all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood, and my foot hath hasted to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance, that God may know mine integrity. If my step hath turned out of the way, and my heart walked after mine eyes, and if any spot hath cleaved to my hands, then let me sow, and let another eat. Yea, let the produce of my field be rooted out. If my heart hath been enticed unto a woman, and I have laid wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind unto another, and let others bow down upon her. For that were a heinous crime, yea, it were an iniquity to be punished by the judges. For it is a fire that consumeth unto destruction, and would root out all mine increase. If I have despised the cause of my manservant, or of my maidservant, when they contended with me, what then shall I do when God riseth up? And when he visiteth, what shall I answer him? Did not he that made me in the womb make him? And did not one fashion us in the womb? If I have withheld the poor from their desire, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel alone, and the fatherless hath not eaten thereof. Nay, from my youth he grew up with me as with a father, and her have I guided from my mother's womb. If I have seen any perish for want of clothing, or that the needy had no covering, if his loins have not blessed me, and if he hath not been warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have lifted up my hand against the fatherless, because I saw my help in the gate, then let my shoulder fall from the shoulder-blade, and mine arm be broken from the bone. For calamity from God is a terror to me, and by reason of his majesty I can do nothing. If I have made gold my hope, and have said to the fine gold, Thou art my confidence. If I have rejoiced because my wealth was great, and because my hand had gotten much. If I have beheld the sun when it shined, or the moon walking in brightness, and my heart hath been secretly enticed, and my mouth hath kissed my hand. This also were an iniquity to be punished by the judges. For I should have denied the God that is above. If I have rejoiced at the destruction of him that hated me, or lifted up myself when evil found him, yea, I have not suffered by mouth to sin, by asking his life with a curse. If the men of my tent have not said, Who can find one that hath not been filled with his meat? The sojourner hath not lodged in the street, but I have opened my doors to the traveller. If, like Adam, I have covered my transgressions by hiding mine iniquity in my bosom, because I feared the great multitude, and the contempt of families terrified me, so that I kept silence and went not out of the door. Oh, that I had one to hear me! Lo, here is my signature. Let the Almighty answer me. 
and that I had the indictment which mine adversary hath written, surely I would carry it upon my shoulder. I would bind it unto me as a crown. I would declare unto him the number of my steps. As a prince would I go near unto him. If my land crieth out against me, and the furrows thereof weep together, if I have eaten the fruits thereof without money, or have caused the owners thereof to lose their life, let thistles grow instead of wheat, and cockle instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. Chapter 32 So these three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, son of Barakel, the Buzzite, of the family of Ram. Against Job was his wrath kindled, because he justified himself rather than God. Also against his three friends was his wrath kindled, because they had found no answer, and yet had condemned Job. Now Elihu had waited to speak unto Job, because they were elder than he. And when Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, his wrath was kindled. And Elihu the son of Barakel the Buzzite answered and said, I am young, and ye are very old. Wherefore I held back, and durst not show you mine opinion. I said, Days should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty giveth them understanding. It is not the great that are wise, nor the aged that understand justice. Therefore I said, Hearken to me. I also will show mine opinion. Behold, I waited for your words, I listened for your reasonings, whilst ye searched out what to say. Yea, I attended unto you, and behold, there was none that convinced Job, or that answered his words among you. Beware lest ye say, We have found wisdom. God may vanquish him, not man, for he hath not directed his words against me, neither will I answer him with your speeches. They are amazed. They answer no more. They have not a word to say. And shall I wait, because they speak not, because they stand still and answer no more? I also will answer my part. I also will show mine opinion. For I am full of words. The spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my breast is as wine which hath no vent. Like new wineskins it is ready to burst. I will speak, that I may be refreshed. I will open my lips and answer. Let me not, I pray you, respect any man's person. Neither will I give flattering titles unto any man. For I know not to give flattering titles. Else would my Maker soon take me away.
Chapter 33 How be it, Job, I pray thee, hear my speech, and hearken to all my words. Behold now, I have opened my mouth, my tongue hath spoken in my mouth. My words shall utter the uprightness of my heart, and that which my lips know they shall speak sincerely. The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty giveth me life. If thou canst, answer thou me. Set thy words in order before me. Stand forth. Behold, I am toward God even as thou art. I also am formed out of the clay. Behold, my terror shall not make thee afraid neither shall my pressure be heavy upon thee. Surely thou hast spoken in my hearing, and I have heard the voice of thy words, saying, I am clean, without transgression. I am innocent, neither is there iniquity in me. Behold, he findeth occasions against me, he counteth me for his enemy. He putteth my feet in the stocks, he marketh all my paths. Behold, I will answer thee, in this thou art not just, for God is greater than man. Why dost thou strive against him, for that he giveth not account of any of his matters? For God speaketh once, yea, twice, though man regardeth it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men, in slumberings upon the bed. Then he openeth the ears of men, and sealeth their instruction, that he may withdraw man from his purpose, and hide pride from man. He keepeth back his soul from the pit, and his life from perishing by the sword. He is chastened also with pain upon his bed, and with continual strife in his bones, so that his life abhorreth bread, and his soul dainty food. His flesh is consumed away that it cannot be seen, and his bones that were not seen stick out. Yea, his soul draweth near unto the pit, and his life to the destroyers. If there be with him an angel, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto man what is right for him, then God is gracious unto him, and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He returneth to the days of his youth. He prayeth unto God, and he is favorable unto him so that he seeth his face with joy, and he restoreth unto man his righteousness. He singeth before men, and saith, I have sinned, and perverted that which was right, and it profited me not. He hath redeemed my soul from going into the pit, and my life shall behold the light. Lo, all these things doth God work. Twice, yea, thrice with a man, to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be enlightened with the light of the living. Mark well, O Job, 
hearken unto me. Hold thy peace, and I will speak. If thou hast anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify thee. If not, hearken thou unto me. Hold thy peace, and I will teach thee wisdom. Chapter 34 Moreover, Elihu answered and said, Hear my words, ye wise men, and give ear unto me, ye that have knowledge. For the ear trieth words, as the palate tasteth food. Let us choose for us that which is right. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job hath said, I am righteous, and God hath taken away my right. Notwithstanding my right, I am accounted a liar. My wound is incurable, though I am without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinketh up scoffing like water, who goeth in company with the workers of iniquity, and walketh with wicked men? For he hath said, It profiteth a man nothing, that he should delight himself with God. Therefore hearken unto me, ye men of understanding. Far be it from God that he should do wickedness, and from the Almighty that he should commit iniquity. For the work of a man will he render unto him, and cause every man to find according to his ways. Yea, of a surety, God will not do wickedly, neither will the Almighty pervert justice. Who gave him a charge over the earth, or who hath disposed the whole world? If he set his heart upon himself, if he gather unto himself his spirit and his breath, all flesh shall perish together, and man shall turn again unto dust. If now thou hast understanding, hear this. Hearken to the voice of my words. Shall even one that hateth justice govern? And wilt thou condemn him that is righteous and mighty? Him that saith to a king, Thou art vile, or to nobles, Ye are wicked, that respecteth not the persons of princes, nor regardeth the rich more than the poor? For they all are the work of his hands. In a moment they die, even at midnight. The people are shaken and pass away, and the mighty are taken away without hand. For his eyes are upon the ways of a man, and he seeth all his goings. There is no darkness nor thick gloom where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. For he needeth not further to consider a man that he should go before God in judgment. He breaketh in pieces mighty men in ways past finding out, and setteth others in their stead. Therefore he taketh knowledge of their works, and he overturneth them in the night, so that they are destroyed. He striketh them as wicked men in the open sight of others, because they turned aside from following him, and would not have regard in any of his ways, so that they caused the cry of the poor to come unto him, and he heard the cry of the afflicted.
When he giveth quietness, who then can condemn? And when he hideth his face, who then can behold him? Alike whether it be done unto a nation or unto a man, that the godless man reign not, that there be none to ensnare the people. For hath any said unto God, I have borne chastisement, I will not offend any more. That which I see not, teach thou me. If I have done iniquity, I will do it no more. Shall his recompense be as thou wilt, that thou refusest it? For thou must choose, and not I. Therefore speak what thou knowest. Men of understanding will say unto me, Yea, every wise man that heareth me. Job speaketh without knowledge, and his words are without wisdom. Would that Job were tried unto the end, because of his answering like wicked men. For he addeth rebellion unto his sin, he clappeth his hands among us, and multiplieth his words against God. Chapter 35 Moreover, Elihu answered and said, Thinkest thou this to be thy right? Or sayest thou my righteousness is more than God's? That thou sayest, What advantage will it be unto thee? And what profit shall I have more than if I had sinned? I will answer thee, and thy companions with thee. Look unto the heavens and see, and behold the skies which are higher than thou. If thou hast sinned, what effectest thou against him? And if thy transgressions be multiplied, what doest thou unto him? If thou be righteous, what givest thou him? Or what receiveth he of thy hand? Thy wickedness may hurt a man as thou art, and thy righteousness may profit a son of man. By reason of the multitude of oppressions they cry out. They cry for help by reason of the arm of the mighty. But none saith, Where is God my Maker, who giveth songs in the night, who teacheth us more than the beasts of the earth, and maketh us wiser than the birds of the heavens? There they cry, but none giveth answer, because of the pride of evil men. Surely God will not hear an empty cry, neither will the Almighty regard it. How much less when thou sayest thou beholdest him not, the cause is before him, and thou waitest for him. But now, because he hath not visited in his anger, neither doth he greatly regard arrogance. Therefore doth Job open his mouth in vanity. He multiplieth words without knowledge. End of chapter 35